Welcome back to Seeing the Forest for the Trees. In this episode, I'd like to start with a little experiment. If you want to, you can close your eyes and think about the last time you spent inside a forest. Think about how the soil felt underneath your feet, what you saw when you looked up at the trees, and think about how fresh the air you inhaled through your nostrils felt when it slowly reached your lungs. You're probably reliving a very calm memory, as forests are usually seen by the broad public as recreational spaces where they hear nothing but birds chirping and slight gusts of wind that are making noise in the treetops. But when spending time in our forests, you may sometimes also hear the sounds of saws cutting down trees, a noise that visitors of forests probably don't necessarily want to hear. But in that moment, remember that this noise is essential for the production of the renewable resource timber, which for you is also of great importance in many ways and plays an essential role in forestry. This is why today we will be talking about exactly this field of tension between the different expectations all kinds of stakeholders have on our European forests and how we can try to find a compromise for this with the implementation of sustainable forest management and multifunctional management, meaning that forests are used for several purposes. If you want to learn more about what purposes a forest can have, we suggest you listen to the first episode of this podcast. In this episode, Mikal Vancho, who is a policy advisor at the National Forest Center in Slovakia, not only provides his expertise to the state administration in international forest policy files, but will explain to us what he thinks are the main challenges in trying to balance the needs of different stakeholders. To understand why there are tensions in relation to forests and forest uses and the different expectations particular stakeholders have, we need to understand that forests provide us with different ecosystem services, as Mikal explains. This may include provision of uh, goods such as timber, but also non-wood forest products, the cork and other non-wood products. But also it may include provision of clean water. Then the regulating services regulate, for example, climate through regulating carbon cycle and water cycle, but also protect uh, our land from avalanches, rockfall and so on. And the uh, cultural ecosystem services uh, may include recreation, aesthetic value, but also some traditional uses of forests which are important for cultural identity of some communities. These provisioning, regulating and cultural ecosystem services are provided by forests for each and every one of us. So, while foresters may use forests for the production of timber, we all might benefit from the regulating services, such as carbon sequestration, essential to fight climate change or the protection from avalanches. And of course, forests provide us with cultural ecosystem services with a recreational value, as you probably experienced the last time you took a hike through the woods. The way we use and see our forests these days hasn't always been the same. 
this is changing in time. In the past, when uh, humans started to use forests in Europe in a more intensive way, they were mostly interested in uh, timber hunting and also in some uh, other non-wood forest products such as for food and also for grazing and feeding domestic or semi-domestic animals. Later on, uh, communities, especially in mountains, realized that uh, forests can protect the settlements and the infrastructure against avalanches, rockfall, landslides, and so on and so on. So they started to protect forests also because of uh, these reasons. And especially in the last century, recreation and the nature protection also gained uh, more attention, which is still growing. And perhaps most recently, climate policies nationally and also in Europe uh, are emphasizing the role of forest in climate and carbon sequestration. That's quite a range of ecosystem services our forests can provide us with. But since as humans changed the way we are using forests, our demands on these complex ecosystems started growing more and more. And with that in mind, different stakeholders also have peculiar interests. Another problem is that society itself is not always sending the clear signal what they actually expect from forests and foresters. Because on one side, society as a whole wants to protect forests, which is, of course, okay and valid requirement. But on the other hand, everyone of us is consuming paper, buying furniture, and also people need uh, construction wood when they build their houses and other facilities. This shows that while many people want to protect forests from an ecological standpoint, Each and every one of us is also dependent on the resources forests provide us with, like timber and paper. The key, and you might have guessed it by now, is balance, of course. One example of this is harvesting trees. Of course, it is important not to take an excessive amount of wood from a forest to ensure a healthy regrowth. But harvesting too little can also become a problem then the forests are getting more dense and we are losing structure of forests, which is important for stability of forests. In Slovakia, for example, where Mikal works as a policy advisor, healthy forests and their use played an important role throughout the history of this country. While centuries ago, people would cut down large portions of forests, like the size of a valley, this began to change over time and the area of the clearcuts was decreasing to smaller spatial units. During the last decades of the 20th century, further changes in forest management were accelerated. We started to apply so-called shelter wood system. When the forests were cut only in situation when the young generation was actually growing and established in that area. And this was a very good step forward. Anyhow, this system also creates the situation or forest which are structured as an even age forest. Although the shelterwood system created some even aged structured forests in Slovakia, these forests still retained unique properties, Mikal explains. Forests in Slovakia are quite well preserved if we talk about area of forests because the forest cover in Slovakia is at about 41%. 
of our land. And also when we are talking about tree species compositions, then uh, our forests are quite natural. But of course, there are some uh, challenges existing. And one of the challenges, not only in Slovakia, but in whole Europe, is that growing pressure of natural disturbances, which are linked to climate change. And this is where we are somehow struggling. Traditionally, forests are oriented mostly on so-called post-disturbance reactions. This means that if there is some damaging event, like a pest infestation attacking the trees and causing their decay, the damaged wood is extracted out of the forest to avoid further damage. This approach has worked quite well in the past. But now, under pressure of climate change and extreme events, it seems to be insufficient and we should adopt actually something more. And that more means shift from purely post-disturbance reactions to some preventive measures. So we should try to establish forests which are more resilient, more stable and less vulnerable to this changing climate. We will talk about what exactly can be done to make forests more resilient against climate change in a later episode of this podcast. One key driver to making these forests fit for the future is of course the implementation of sustainable forest management, considering the particular traits of each region, which Forest Europe advocates for. We have established concept of sustainable forest management, which is a high level internationally accepted concept, which is also promoted by Forest Europe. And this approach is important for us to actually know where we are as a continent and perhaps to negotiate where we should go and how to reach some coordinated joint action to get there. Forest Europe has been advocating sustainable forest management for 30 years promoting approaches that balance the use of ecological, economic and social functions of forests within the European continent. It has provided a platform for discussions among ministers responsible for forests in Europe, which was also open to observers, representing stakeholders with varying interests towards the European forests. And while sustainable forest management, as it is established by Forest Europe, is important, Mikal says that the actions are to be taken at local level in order to meet the necessities of different stakeholders. But actually to satisfy society, we need to shift to more local level because the people from general public, they don't look at national or pan-European statistics. They look at single tree or forest which is beside the, their city. And if this forest is cut they see that as a devastation. So this is why we need somehow connect this concept of sustainable forest management from high political level to something which is more at the level of practitioners, foresters on operational level. While looking at the broader picture is never a bad idea, each forest has its own characteristics, demands and weak spots. In some forests, The mixture of trees might not be ideal. In others, the stand stability may be reduced or forest structure may be too uniform. Taking into account these local forest specifics, finding a balance among the multiple interests put on the forests requires 
consideration of very complex factors. When we talk about multifunctionality, it's important to say that the balance point always depends on concrete situation, which are the objectives of land management in that particular area and what are the interests. So that balance point will always be changing, but if we want to reach multifunctionality of our forest, we should ensure that forest conditions remain on that particular area. Mikal advises an approach where forests are used sustainably and multifunctionally, not only at a European or nationwide scale, but also at the level of every local forest stand. This means replacing generations of trees more continually and gradually on relatively small areas in order to maintain various ecosystem services and make forests more resilient. We are thinking about and discussing how to minimize the gaps in forests. And this is basically something which is called selection cutting. And this might be done by individual selection, selection of individual trees, or by selection of some groups. So we are creating some uh, smaller gaps in forests. Additionally, in Slovakia, measures have already been put in place in order to make vulnerable forests fit for the future. Some positive examples, for example, in the form of underplanting uh, beech and silver fir in uh, spruce monocultures, which are vulnerable. So when they will be damaged or cut, there already be some more natural forests which will replace them. With all these measures put in place to preserve Slovakian forests, Mikal says that it's indispensable to keep an open dialogue between all kinds of stakeholders regarding European forests. I think that we all in future will need to open our minds and to find some way to profound discussion and unambiguous views to find solution to our complex problems for our forests. So uh, even on the uh, forestry side and also on the uh, side of nature protection, we will have to realize that forests in future will be somehow different than we know them today. So uh, we will need uh, more spirit for compromise and more unambiguous discussion. So while our forests will be facing enormous difficulties due to evolving demands for ecosystem services influenced by climate change, it is crucial that we keep up an open dialogue between all different kinds of stakeholders interested. That's why Forest Europe produces policy briefs, organized formal and informal dialogues on most emerging issues in international forest governance, such as biodiversity and sustainable forest management, forest fires, forest education and green jobs. That's also why it's so important that Forest Europe has cooperations with regional and local actors, active on a practical operational level. In addition, Forest Europe regularly organizes workshops, webinars and meetings on key issues to promote sustainable management and protection of our forests with a multifunctional and balanced approach to address the global challenges. If you want to find out more about the work of Forest Europe, head on over to foresteurope.org.